0: the Triduum. So we are going to be celebrating the Triduum this week. How many know what Triduum means? What's this about? Okay, quite a few. That's good. It's a good thing to know as a Catholic because it's the very heart and the center of our liturgical year. Triduum is Latin for three days. So three days, Triduum. And we celebrate Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and the Easter Vigil coming together. In my last parish, before I came down here, we would usually have 25 to 30 people who became Catholic every year. I pray for that day here. Guess what? Whoever's listening, that means you. Inviting people in to the source of our life, to the savior of the world, to the hope of every human heart. We have five this year and that's wonderful, but we have a lot of people, a lot of, I see a lot of workers in the vineyard to invite more and more people to celebrate the God who's created us, who has forgiven us, and wants us to come back home. I remember after one Easter vigil, it was a long one because we had 25 to 30 people coming in at the church. Many, many baptisms. I was cleaning up the pews, and in the pews there was this note, and it said, "This is longer than the Star Wars trilogy." We don't want to give God too much time, huh? I mean, you know. He's our Savior and our Lord and our Creator, but we are invited in. I want to talk about two processions today. There's two processions that were going on as Jesus, as we remember Jesus coming into Jerusalem, and with the palms and the royal entrance, and the Messiah's coming into the heart of the people. So the first one would be the peasant procession. That was Jesus, the peasants the lowly coming in, Jesus riding in from the east down the Mount of Olives into Jerusalem. He came from a peasant town of Nazareth, and the people came down a 100 miles south from Galilee to come to Jerusalem to honor him and to cheer him on. And his message was the kingdom of God. It was very different, quite the opposite of what the rain there and what the people were experiencing in Jerusalem. And then you have the imperial procession, and that was happening on the opposite side of the city. And that would be Pontius Pilate coming in and proclaiming the power of the empire. He would be representing the Roman governor at that time. Now you can imagine the pomp and circumstance of the imperial power, of the government, the one that ruled all the people in that uh, province. It would be, be a very flaunting and a visual display in array. And it's kind of interesting if we think about sin, how that just gets glorified and put up in our media, and how things so often can be bad. But there would be a cavalry of soldiers coming in, foot soldiers, and horses, the leather, the armor, weapons, banners, golden eagles mounted on poles, sun shining on the metal and that gold, sounds of marching feet coming in, cracking leather, beating drums, and you can imagine that, the swirling dust, it was a spectacle. And not only was that imperial power displayed, but an imperial theology. The emperor was not simply the ruler of Rome, but he was the son of God. He was considered God, so the inscriptions that were made of him were son of God, Lord, Savior, the one who brought peace to the land and peace on earth. And this imperial procession could be misleading because they weren't there for honor or reverence. They were honored there to give their lives to this Jesus, this King. They were there to keep the masses down and to control what they were in control of. And that was the people. And to keep from riots breaking out. There was a lot of ego there in the imperial procession and in the imperial theology. Ego edging God out. And our egos, friends, we know they will fight to the death not to change. Nothing is going to change me, nothing's getting through my armor because it's me and I'm in control, I'm in power. Ego, determining, I'm going to determine. I'm going to determine what's going on out there, and I'm going to determine how my life goes, controlling. I'm going to control other people, control other situations, and I'm going to disobey. I'm going to disobey my creator and my Savior. But the peasant procession was the opposite. Though he was in the form of God, Jesus did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Jesus deliberately countered the imperial procession, that power and the glory of the violence of Pilate's procession on the other side of the city and offered a a new vision, that of the kingdom of God. What did Jesus say? My will, my food, my existence is to do the will of the Father, surrendering, obeying unto forgiveness salvation and the fullness of life for the world quite an opposite procession there's two processions which one are you in choose this procession what does this procession look like for Jesus it looks like humility and surrender and God raising him up after he's offered his life for us on the cross. What does the imperial procession look like, full of ego and self? It's like this. I was talking to a youth recently, and I said, I love you. I love your family. Why don't you go to church? Let's get to the point here. The two responses, boring and there's no benefit to it. There's no benefit to church. Friends, that's where a lot of people are right now. They think this divine drama, Jesus giving us life so that we could have eternal life is boring, and there's no benefit to it. The Triduum, Holy Thursday. this Thursday night at 6, the institution of the priesthood and the institution of the Eucharist. Will you come and pray for your priests? Will you show your love for your priests that try their best to love you? Will you come and receive the body and the blood of Jesus that he's given so that we can know him, have strength for a journey? and just to know how good and giving is. On Good Friday, we come and venerate the cross that he poured out his life for you on, and then come the Easter Vigil Saturday, no matter how long it is. Earth is a couple breaths. We're invited to eternal life. this is the invitation and i just pray that you may pray about it and i'll readily admit there's a lot of things i don't pray about but i do want to pray about because i just want to be with god today and tomorrow and forever always but i want you to pray about well maybe i've never been to the triduum before okay well the invitation i'm inviting you now is come and then our egos might flare up and say no this is what i do i determine i control i say how this is going to be but where is god in that where's the holy spirit in that there are two processions which one are you in Choose. If the Holy Spirit on one hand is calling one thing and our behavior is different than that, then one of them has to go. One of them has to go. Either we will throw out the Holy Spirit and disregard God's call to fullness of life, or we will invite the Holy Spirit in and he will change our answers and he will change our direction. And God will come and lift us up. Jesus sought communion with the Father, and he was given that communion, and he gave us that communion he had with the Father in his body and blood. And that's what he wants to do for us. And that's the procession of the peasants. That's the procession of people who will humble themselves and listen to the Holy Spirit. Now, if we think about this logically, the invitation to come to Holy Thursday, Good Friday and Holy Saturday, what do you think God would be calling you to? Would he be calling you to something else that's greater, that's more lasting, that's going to fulfill us? So I invite you to pray about that. And my only prayer for you is that it won't be your answer, whether you come Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I pray that it will be the Holy Spirit's answer, that you will pray and let the Holy Spirit tell you what to do, and let God bring you into communion. What are you running after now? How are you trying to achieve that? And you can't. You can't determine that. It's already been determined for you. We just need to come and open our hearts as a peasant, just like Jesus crying out to the Father. And what did the Father do? Gave him everything. And that's no less the offer for us. That's the invitation. I invite you to pray about that and I invite you to invite other people to come to Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Easter Vigil, Easter Sunday. as a church really we can look at it you come in here and we come in here this morning you're in one or two processions you're in the imperial procession that has very little to do with god and has thrown him off to the side or we come into the peasant procession with jesus opening our hearts wide and available for him That's what this is about. There are two processions. Which one are you in? For every decision, not just the triduum, but every decision, which one are you in? Choose.